The VO Meter, measuring your voiceover progress. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of the VO Meter podcast, measuring your voiceover progress. It's leading into the Thanksgiving holiday here in the U.S., and Sean and I thought we'd take some time to talk about the things for which we are thankful in the world of VO. But first, as always, we'll talk a little bit about what's going on in our careers and our lives, and then we'll get into what we're thankful for. So, Sean, how have you been, buddy? Good. Um, I just got back from the East Coast. Uh, we were at Mavo in Virginia, or the Mid-Atlantic VoiceOver Conference, and then I got to visit my brother and his fiance over in Boston. And that was a lot of fun. I haven't been uh, to the East Coast in a long time. It's it's definitely different for uh, a Seattleite like myself. And uh, work-wise, things have been kind of quiet. I've just been finishing up on some narration projects. Um, I'm actually looking to get some more coaching with uh, particularly an audiobook coach so I can sort of uh, fill my extra hours with nonfiction um, or recording nonfiction. So I'm excited about that. So you have somebody in mind when you're yes. using the word nonfiction? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody I know. Yeah, someone you know. Well, good luck with that. Well, thank you very much. So in my VO world, um, I'm pretty heavily into the audiobooks right now, as as I usually am. I usually have at least one or two going, but the moment I have four going, I just picked up another one this wow. afternoon, actually. Um, one is complete and waiting for ACX to approve it, so that one at least is off, off my, my to-do list, but the other three are still pending and working on them every couple of days. But other than that, I was recently upgraded to a professional member of the World Voices Organization. So I was pretty excited about that. Very cool. And uh, for people who don't know, WOVO, or World Voices Organization, it's a trade association. Um, it's sort of like, it, it's not quite a union, but it's the whole point is it's um, voiceover artists volunteering to try and set some sort of standards of quality for everyone, no, regardless of levels of experience. So it's uh, some of the best in the business trying to uphold the integrity of said business. So it's definitely something you should look into becoming a part of if you want to be a voice talent and proud of the work you do in support of the community that you're a part of. Yeah, I think the technical term would be a, an advocacy group. Yes. They, mm -hmm. they basically don't, don't set policy and no rules or regulations that people need to follow. Not, it's not a union, like you said, but it's an advocacy group to give people the best practices for how they should conduct themselves in their career. Mm -hmm. And I found it really beneficial. It's one of the things I'm going to get to in my list, so let's not, let's not spoil the surprise. <laughs> Is there anything else going on in the VO world that we need to talk about? Well, right now I'm just waiting. Um, I submitted to a couple of agencies. Some are local out of Seattle, and then some are a little bit further out in Oregon. But still waiting to hear back on, but honestly, it can be weeks or even months before you hear from an agency. So you just have to keep reaching out to other contacts and trying not to go crazy waiting for that phone call. Yeah, definitely. And along those lines, I'll throw out another tip that I came across this week, speaking of agents. And it goes back to a blog post I made a few months ago about talking to your agents. Once you secure that agent and you're, you're listed and you have representation, that's great. But you have to make sure you maintain that relationship. Mm -hmm. So I reached out to all of my agents and sent them a note talking about this um, upgrade to professional membership for Wovo. 
and got a couple of congratulatory emails. And one of my agents said, that's great, but I'm still not seeing you in my casting network's feed. So it's a, it's a database of actors, I think primarily for on-camera work. Mm-hmm. But there's also jobs for voiceover artists. So my agent uh, in Philadelphia told me, I have not seen you there. So I went back and looked at my profile and realized that I had missed a step in the registration where they had asked for sizes for clothing. So when you're, you're looking for an actor of a certain build or you need to know what sort of wardrobe you need to have for them for on camera again, mm-hmm. you need to list your coat size and your shoe size and your inseam. And I just skipped over that because I figured I'm a voice actor. They don't need to know this. Apparently, they did need to know this in order to complete the profile. <laughs> whomp, whomp. So all this time, my agent had not been seeing me come up in, in her feed and consequently wasn't sending me anything. And so that's why it's good to communicate thankfully. to your agents. Exactly. Communicate to your agent. So since then, I've had four auditions over the, over the last couple of days. Oh, nice. Uh, and I think in total, prior to that, I had gotten four the entire year. <laughs> they were the first agency I signed with. So it pays to talk to your agents. Keep up that relationship. So before we get into the list of the things for which we are thankful, it's time for this episode's VO Meter Shtick. This episode featuring Mike Norgard with some things he's thankful for and some gear he's thankful for. Hey, everybody. It's time for the VO Meter Shtick. What did he say? It's time for the VO Meter... Oh, never mind. The VO Meter Shtick. Oh, got it. Hey, Paul. Hey, everybody in the VO Meter listening community. Happy Thanksgiving to you. And uh, we're talking about, I guess, what we're thankful for in the VO industry. And first and foremost, I'm going to say it's the people and the camaraderie and the support that this industry offers people, especially people who are new to the industry and trying to sort of get an idea of the landscape and how to get started and, and break into the business. Seems to be a very welcoming business in that sense. But the other thing I want to talk about is gear, and in particular, used pro audio gear and where to get it and where to find some great deals on it. One of the secrets that I found is local pawn shops. Pawn shops can be a great place to pick up used pro audio gear, some of it pretty high end. And I'll share a little story with you. I've gotten a couple of pieces of gear that way. First of all, my JBL 305 Near Field Studio Monitors. Great little set of monitors, and I got them for about 70% off retail used at a local pawn shop. Just wandered in, kind of looking around at what they had, and lo and behold, there they were. Um, Secondly, I've been auditioning a number of different microphones over probably the last six months or so, trying to find something that I feel is a really good fit uh, for my voice, my recording space, my environment, and my sound chain. And I'd always heard, of course, of the venerable MKH-416 by Sennheiser. It really is the industry standard and uh, something that you're going to hear everybody talking about in terms of shotgun microphones. And it does a great job. It's earned its reputation, but it's also expensive. Uh, New retail, it's about $1,000 if you buy it right now from Sweetwater, Amazon.com, B&H Photo, or wherever your preferred retailer of choice is. However, you can find them used on the secondary market. Usually they're between $600 and $700, somewhere in that range. Well, I had seen a 416 come online in inventory at one of the local pawn shop chains uh, that I will drop into from time to time. And they have an online search feature where you can actually look at their inventory online. This thing was actually listed under camera accessories and not microphones, which may be the reason that it stayed on the shelf as long as it did. After about two weeks of looking at this thing, listed at $599.99, 
I decided to drop in and have a look at it in person. Well, I did so, and luckily, the store was already running a Black Friday special and had it marked down to $425. So I'm looking at this 416 for 425 bucks, which is just an unheard of price. And you do have to be careful, by the way, because there are some counterfeit 416s floating around out there, and you can read stories about them online. Uh, so I thought, well, at 425 it may be worth a shot. I know that the store has a seven-day return policy, and I bought an audio interface there once in the past that wasn't exactly what I was looking for and did take it back, and they honored the return policy. So it's pretty comfortable with the fact that if it didn't work out, I could take it back. So I decided to give it a try, brought it home, plugged it into my interface, and lo and behold, it's the real McCoy. And uh, I ended up paying three sixty after a little bit of negotiation. So out the door for exactly $400 cash with an MKH 416. So keep that in mind and consider visiting your local pawn shop if you want to find some great deals on pro audio equipment. But again, word of caution, always check the return policy before buying anything used. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thank you, Mike. Great story. Let's move into the meat. Haha, see what I did there? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> of this, you this are correct, sir. <laughs> Let's talk about some of the things for which we are thankful in our VO careers. <laughs> Do you want me to start, Sean, or would you like to start? Well, I'll start. I mean, I I already love Thanksgiving as a given, just because of how like I love food. I love the food that is involved. I love. I have many many happy memories of being with friends and family for Thanksgiving and. Um, and actually my friend's family sort of adopting my family into their Thanksgiving celebrations. And those are always lots of fun and just, uh, more or pumpkin or pumpkin pie as far as the eye can see. And just, um, I mean, it's, it's a great foodie holiday, you know? Yeah, indeed. It's one of my favorite things too. Mm-hmm. I do love to eat. What's your favorite, uh, Thanksgiving dish? I just like the turkey, honestly. The turkey? Yeah. I'm one I mean, of those guys, I'm one of the guys that loves to grab the whole turkey leg mm-hmm. and just go to town on it in front of everybody and just drool on the table. Mm-hmm. I just like the whole set, you know? It's like, I mean, you have to have the... T- Usually I'll have turkey, ham, mashed potatoes and gravy and stuffing all on one plate, and then that's like that's just like one single food, you know? That is Thanksgiving dinner. But um, Yeah, things that you would never actually eat together normally. Yeah, yeah which is really, really and, interesting. And salty and sour is mixed together. Mm-hmm. But it all seems to work. But anyways, thankful. So, I mean... Thanksgiving is a family holiday, and that's something that I'm very grateful for is a supportive family and like a very strong support group because it did take a while to convince everybody that, hey, this is a pot, this was a viable career choice. And, um, but once it did, um, everyone was nothing but support. Um, parents are trying to help me build a studio space in our house, and, um, all of my friends are incredibly supportive and are very happy for me. And you need that sometimes because we face rejection every day. So, yeah, you have to have a thick skin, but it's a lot easier if you have a support group to help you. Yeah, I would agree with that. And obviously the first people I need to thank are my supportive family as well. My parents who have been very supportive. My wife, who is a saint, because of all the purchases that I've made and has tolerated <laughs> You spent <that> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've had that conversation pretty much weekly for the last uh, 9 to 12 months. Oh, man. 
But it, I understood because it can be a leap. And like you said, it takes a while to gain some ground and actually see some results. And at first, it can seem like a giant waste of time and mm-hmm. or money. And I can see how, objectively how that how that appears to the outside world and especially your family who's sharing your finances and sharing your, your living space. When I dropped the booth in the middle of the spare bedroom, everybody said, what did you just do up there? How are we supposed to get to the bed or, or the desk to do our homework? And, you know, they have to be, they have to be supportive. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. So I'm incredibly thankful to my wife, my three kids, as I said, my parents who, who don't live with me but have been extremely supportive as well. That's wonderful. Very happy about that. Um, let's see. Other, other things to be thankful for. VO mentors. And this could be or this could be a coach that you pay to work with, or it could be a talent that is more experienced than you and takes you under their wing. But or the community as a whole, because and granted, when you ask a question uh, on the internet, it is wisdom of the crowd. But still, everyone is very uh very generous with their insights and with their in their knowledge of audio recording and um and most technique. of the time, yes. Most of the time, yes. <laughs> but I mean, the VO community is one of is probably the most supportive in the entertainment industry, without without a doubt. So it's one that I'm very helpful or helpful, grateful to be a part of, and very happy that uh, I'm included. Anybody specific that you want to mention? I have a few names I'm going to throw out, but I'll give you the chance first. Yeah, um, a lot of people at the Global Voice Acting Academy, uh, Christina Malizia and David Rosenthal and Anne Ganguza and Mario Naval and David Toback and um, Terry Daniel and uh, Sean Allen Pratt, um, Deb Monroe, a whole bunch of different coaches, and or Crispin Freeman. Um, lots and lots of people who have helped me out in different ways throughout the years. Great. Yeah, so I have a few names as well, but they all started from an organization or, I guess, an entity uh, online, and that's the, the VOBB or the Voice Over Bulletin Board. And that was, uh, or still is, uh, an online collection of information and profiles for VO talent and one of the greatest repositories I've found for backlogs of information on everything from mm-hmm. gear to coaching to the best way to market your business. And some of the greatest talent in the world are on there. And they have helped me tremendously in getting started. It's the first place I went and found really any information. And that's because the depth and breadth of the information is such that if you do a Google search on anything voiceover related, it'll it will be probably come up. Come yeah. up. Yeah, exactly. And so. that's and that's the thing is it's not that difficult to find. I just feel like if a bunch of new people, if they looked there, if they looked at VoiceOver Extra, if they read some of the better VoiceOver blogs like Paul Traquerda's or uh, Dave Carvassier's, then so many of their questions would be answered. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, granted, uh, the VOBB has been around for a while, almost two decades. So some of that uh, content is a little dated, like only, only the technological stuff, because this is back when people were using sound cards and Firewire and stuff like that. Everything else is golden. And it's one of the few places that you can go where you can get honest feedback on your demo or um, a lot of people will um, 
Like they'll have it produced, but then they might not like the order of a demo. And then you can get feedback on that. Or people are willing to criticize your website and give you ideas to make it more mobile friendly or um, just uh, brainstorm and help improve your business. Yeah, exactly. You mentioned VO mentors. I have quite a few that I met virtually through the VOBB that maybe they don't consider me a protege, but <laughs> I certainly consider them mentors because of all the, the private conversations we have. And mm-hmm. Bob Bergen comes to mind, Philip Banks, another great talent from the UK, mm-hmm. Peter Bishop, a UK talent living in the US, mm-hmm. and Doug Turkell, all have been so giving of their time when I was badgering them with stupid questions early on and never complained, just gave me reams of information where to go and basically helped me grow up in the business. And I know I've only been doing it for a year and a half to two years now, but I feel like I would have stagnated much worse if I didn't have those people in my life to help me along the way. But yeah, I mean, it's absolutely. And I mean, you sound quite grateful and I'm I'm sure you are. And it it makes you want to give back too. I mean, that's the whole reason we're doing this podcast is because we... We want to offer what we can, and as our own knowledge and experience grows in the voiceover business, we'll have more that we'll be able to offer to the community behind us, you know? So, Yeah, it might be a good time to say again that Sean and I are, are not putting ourselves out there as experts in any way, shape, or form. We're just trying to share some of the knowledge we've gained along the way and hopefully help people that may be in a situation we were in not so long ago. Mm-hmm. So along those lines, another great online resource and folks that have helped me pro- uh, professionally again are the, the VOBS folks. That stands for Voice Over Body Shop. It's a web show that's airing right now, actually. <laughs> so if you're listening to this on a Monday night, you're probably uh, multitasking, listening to George and Dan. So George Whittem, Dan Leonard, the guys that host that show, so much information that they put out there just out of the goodness of their hearts on that show and in the backlogs of their past episodes. Again, that's that's basically where I grew up in the business was learning that information from them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I went, they taught me everything I know about audio recording, basically, and making my workflow easier for me. I know it's intimidating for a lot of people or some people are apathetic towards having to do the audio engineering stuff, but they make it so accessible and they're, uh, and it's downright entertaining to watch. And they get some amazing guests on there. So uh, Dan and George, thank you guys so much. And, they, and they've and they helped, they've both helped me out with uh, improving my studio sound uh, via some of their services. So, I mean, they're great. And they're great to work with. Yeah, and if you're old enough to remember the old Hair Club for Men commercials, I'm not just a member. I'm also a client. So <laughs> George, George and Dan have services for hire. And, and I've hired them both at different different times to help me out. So... If you're looking to pay a professional to help get your sound right, probably can't find a better place. Mm-hmm. And then there are other great people, too. I mean, there's Uncle Roy and Dan Friedman, or I should say Uncle Roy Yokelson or Cliff Zellman or Jordan Reynolds. So if you ask any of those guys, you'll be set with your voiceover technological problems. Indeed. So talking about additional free information, a person who also helped me with, with their backlog of of free information was Bill DeWeese, very successful voice talent who also has a a coaching business, but has available lots of free information on his website. He probably has the most ubiquitous uh, YouTube channel regarding to voiceover technique and technology and 
providing voiceover services. The yeah, prob- that's probably true. He uh, recently came under some fire from the voiceover industry because he was essentially um, endorsing Fiverr or trying to release a secret to un- like unlocking the true earning potential of being a Fiverr talent. But I don't know. I'm I'm conflicted about it. Like I I love his his free resources, but in the same vein. So I mean, it's really up to you. I just want to provide the information so you can make an unbiased choice. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Like anything, you should make your own your own decisions. But uh, I respect the man for his information, at least at mm. the outset. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, he he's a businessman at heart. Uh, yeah. He came into it through marketing, and then so he knows what he's doing. All right. Well, you're going to like this one. You ready? Yay. So I need to thank the former new guy group or new person group. <laughs> and that is a, a group of people that I basically pulled together about a year ago to do workouts every week. We met virtually over uh, Google Hangouts mostly. I think we did Skype once. But we got people from around the globe together to sort just talk about the trials and tribulations that they were having the past week, any sort of wins they had in their career, and then actually do workouts, read scripts, get critiques, and hopefully get better. So those people in no specific order are Mike Norgard, who is a voice talent out of Texas. John Rorda works out of Indiana. Uh, Heather Masters, who is in Alaska. Marisha Tapera, who is kind of near me in uh, Silver Spring. Oh, I'm going to botch it. I believe it's Silver Spring, if not Rockville. <laughs> Sorry, Marisha. And finally, our own Sean Daly. <laughs> Woo! So we met on the VOBB and had that idea to get that group together. And the rest was history, as they say. No, and it's and I'm really grateful to Paul for starting that group because it's like we were talking about having a support group. If you don't have friends or family who know or support what you're trying to do, VO related, then you got to find find your tribe. And Paul certainly went out of his way to find people who were at where he was at or just ahead of him, so they could challenge him to go to do better. Like I've said before, we all offer our own unique experiences and our own niches that we can offer advice on. And, and of course, like it's really fun to vent and talk shop and just share experiences. It's, it's very fun. And I've, I've done online workout groups. Uh, I've done in-person ones. And they both have their benefits. So do, see what you can find. Uh, they're, they're definitely worth your time. Yeah, there was actually a discussion on this this afternoon in one of the Facebook groups where where Bish, um, Peter Bishop, who we mentioned earlier, was talking about how important he thinks, uh, what do you call them, affinity groups or stand-up groups are to progress your career. <laughs> and I mentioned, you know, this little... Having accountability buddies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I mentioned this little group we have and how beneficial it was to us. And I would highly recommend anyone out there who's sort of feeling lost to... Seek out people, because everyone that I pulled into this group, the first response was, oh, I've been looking for something exactly like that. I wish I had something like that. Mm-hmm. And my advice would be, if there isn't in your area, start it yourself. Start a local meetup group or start one online with, with people that you know from social media. It can really be helpful to not only your career, but your sanity, like Sean was saying. Just yeah. being able to talk shop with someone else who understands what you're going through is so helpful. And sometimes you can work out 
solutions to problems or making yourself more efficient at editing or marketing or what have you. But sometimes it's just nice to vent. So, Indeed. Mm -hmm. So another organization I want to thank is the World Voices Organization. We mentioned them earlier, but they have been tremendously helpful to me with not only their information, but again, having sort of a, a, like my, a group of like-minded people that I know I can go to if I have a question or a concern and always get an answer or an opinion. And Dave Cavacier, in particular, who's the current president, has been extremely helpful to me. He's allowed me on the, the roundtable where I was able to talk with other pros on their, their live meeting. And again, it's been great for me. Mm -hmm. It's a fantastic group. And like I said, it's really all, one all about integrity. Uh, some of the issues that they are constantly working about or uh, working on are maintaining and even increasing compensation for talent, constantly to making the discussion about rates and how to improve that situation, as well as how to protect new talent from predatory coaching services. Some people who uh, we call them demo mills or demo factories, which is regardless of how well you're progressing through a VO curriculum. By the time you've taken four, six, eight classes, then you have a demo, whether or not you're ready for it, whether or not you're competitive. So you could be wasting a whole lot of time, energy, and money on something that's not going to further your career at all. So. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Now, one of, the, one of the things I wanted to talk about, another, another group I need to thank, are basically where I got my start, and that's Edge Studio. I went to them for my initial coaching because I was worried about going to someone who was a demo mill and might not have my best interests at heart. What I liked about them the most was they had an introductory class where I was able to get together for an hour and they called trying on voiceover. Investigate voiceover? That's it, investigate voiceover. So I tried that out and they never called me again. <laughs> and I said, that's, that's the kind of group I like because they're not pressuring me. I did investigate another coach that I don't want to name, but did call me like every day and said, are you ready to sign up yet? Are you ready to sign up yet? And that was really off-putting. So you mm. want to look for a coach who definitely has your best interest at heart. That's and interesting like to hear about Edge because I had a little bit of a different experience. I did that as well. And they're, um, they called me and like, yeah, you're great for voiceover. Now let us try and hook you with our $1,700 coaching and demo production package. And so they were a little bit salesy for me. But I, oh, really? Yeah, that, that was my, like I said, it was my experience. Um, so, and I feel like any business will probably try and encourage their staff to use that kind of script. So I don't blame them that much. But um, yeah, I will say I didn't wait very long to make my decision. Like ah, anything, okay. I, I was champing at the bit. So... I waited two weeks, <laughs> so maybe if I had waited longer, they would have called me, but after two weeks, I was ready to make my decision. No, I, I think that's, that was timely. It shouldn't have taken that long. But, right. but yeah, I'm glad you had a great experience with them. Yeah, they did my first demo, and it landed me with my, my first couple of agents, well, all my agents, honestly, and that's <laughs> where I wanted to take this next. I want to thank all of my wonderful agents. Thank your agents. Tip your Starting agents. with... Edible Pat arrangements. <laughs> exactly. So starting with Pat Yorks at Agency Connects in Philadelphia, Susie de Santiago in Chicago, uh, Sheila Erickson in Utah, Salt Lake City, uh, the fine folks at IVG, the International Voice Group in London, 
and EDM Worldwide. Very cool. <laughs> oh, sorry, I forgot. Refinery Artist Management in Vancouver, Canada. And Rebecca Strom in particular was my agent up there. <laughs> Very nice. So thank you, list. agents. Just remember, like you were saying before, two-way streak. <laughs> Follow up and maintain good relations with your uh, relationships with your agents. Indeed. And thank them. It's Thanksgiving. Send them a turkey or something. <laughs> or some cranberry I don't know. Well, the shipping costs alone. <laughs> yeah. Well, they could fly there, right? Yeah. Oh. As God is my Whoa. witness. <laughs> uh, so, Sean, anyone else you want to thank? Well, we were talking about before, because uh, we had such an amazing experience at, at Mavo, uh, people like Val Kelly or... Um, and Ganguza and Gerald Griffith, people who go out of their way, um, who who build funds for voiceover conferences because they are trying to make an amazing event for voiceover talent all over the world now. I mean, we when we went to VO Atlanta, I came from Japan. We had people coming from South America. Um, these events truly have reached a global international scale. A lot of people wonder what's the benefit is it's going to have a direct impact on my bookings. And be like, it might, but they're wonderful experiences. They're very validating, um, invigorating experiences. So if you can go to a local one or you can afford to go to one of the, the larger ones that they have each year, then by all means, you should work it into your budget at least once. Give it a try. See if it's something you like. But anyways, these people are um, always work so hard and pour so much blood, sweat, and tears into these events, and they really do deserve our thanks and praise, I think. And we really appreciate it. That's pretty much everything I'm thankful for this year. So I guess that brings us to the end of our little Thanksgiving special. And what I'm noticing here is we have this theme of being grateful for people, whether they be your friends, your family, your mentors, uh, the people who come to you for help, and the very amazingly supportive community that we call voiceover. Yeah, I agree. At the end of the day, the business really is just about relationships and, and how you deal with people. And that's what makes it so much fun and, and such a great place to be. Well said. So I don't know about you, but I'm going to curl up with a turkey sandwich and a beer and enjoy this wet uh, Washington evening. Oh, you got some rain up there? Always. <laughs> yeah, thankfully we're dry here, but extremely cold. Winter came in uh, extremely fast. It was 60 degrees on Saturday, and now it's 30. So maybe, oh we'll, my. Some, maybe we'll have a white Thanksgiving. My kids would love that. So happy Thanksgiving to you and yours, Sean. Thank you very much. You have a great Thanksgiving, Paul. And everybody out there in VO land, <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. On three, one, two, three. Happy, Happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, everybody. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Thanks for listening to the VO Meter, measuring your voiceover progress. To follow along, please visit www.vometer.com 